Chapter Three of What Happened Then Stories by Ruth O. Dyer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jen Broda. Little Red Riding Hood. What had already happened? Once upon a time, there was a dear, good little girl who lived in a pretty little cottage with her father and mother and her little sister. Their cottage stood on one side of a great oak forest. On the other side of the forest the grandmother lived. The grandmother loved her little granddaughter very dearly, and whenever the child came to visit her, she always carried away some little gift which her grandmother had made for her. One time she made the child a little cloak with a red hood. The little girl looked so pretty in this cloak and hood that the neighbors said when she ran along the street, There goes little Red Riding Hood. One day Little Red Riding Hood's mother called to her. Come, Little Red Riding Hood, put on your cloak and hood, and go through the woods to Grandmother's house. This is her birthday, so I have packed this basket full of good things for her. There is a loaf of bread, a pat of fresh butter, and a bottle of wine. Be careful when you go through the woods, and do not leave the path. If you meet anyone, speak politely, but do not stop to talk. All right, mother, I will remember all you say, said Little Red Riding Hood, and kissing her mother, she skipped away. She had not gone far before she met a large gray wolf. He was close to her side before Little Red Riding Hood saw him. Good morning, little girl, said the wolf. Where are you going? "'Good morning, sir,' said Red Riding Hood. "'I am going to see my grandmother, who lives in the little cottage at the other side of the woods.' "'What have you in your basket?' asked the wolf. "'This is my grandmother's birthday,' said Little Red Riding Hood. "'And I'm taking her a little gift. "'I have a loaf of bread, a pat of butter, and a bottle of wine for her.' "'Why don't you pick a bunch of these beautiful flowers for your grandmother?' said the wolf. "'I am sure she would like to have them.' "'Yes, grandmother loves flowers, but my mother told me not to leave the path.' "'Perhaps she didn't know that these flowers grow so near the path,' suggested the wolf. "'See, you could gather a large bunch and never get out of sight of the path.' "'I don't suppose Mother would care if I stay inside of the path,' said Little Red Riding Hood. "'Of course not,' said the wolf. So Little Red Riding Hood put her basket behind a large oak tree and picked the largest and prettiest flowers she could find for her grandmother. While she was picking the flowers, the wolf was running as fast as he could straight to the grandmother's house. When he reached the house, he knocked at the door. Now the grandmother was lying down on her bed taking her afternoon nap, so she called, Who is there? It is I, Little Red Riding Hood, answered the wolf. I have brought you a birthday present. Just pull the string and the latch will fly up, said the grandmother. The wolf pulled the string that hung on the outside of the door, and to his surprise, the latch flew up and the door swung open. Oh, how astonished the grandmother was when the door opened, 
and in walked the big gray wolf instead of her dear little granddaughter she was so frightened that she jumped from the bed and hid in her hurry she dropped her glasses and her cap the wolf put these on and took the grandmother's place to wait for little red riding hood he has always been thought to have eaten the grandmother how queer the old wolf appeared in the grandmother's cap and glasses when he was in the bed with the quilts pulled up to his neck he looked very much like the grandmother for the cap had a frill around it which shaded the face by and by little red riding hood came to her grandmother's house carrying her basket and the flower she had gathered she knocked softly at the door who is there asked a voice from within it is little red riding hood grandmother answered the child pull the string and the latch will fly up said the voice within red riding hood pulled the string up flew the latch the door opened and she went in i wish you a happy birthday grandmother said the little girl i have brought you a basket of good things and a large bunch of flowers put them on the table said the voice from the bed and come and sit by my bed i wish to talk with my little granddaughter little red riding hood did as she was told the room was so dark that she could not see very well but she wondered at the strange-looking face that looked at her from her grandmother's cap she had never noticed before what large ears her grandmother had now she saw that they made the cap stick out very oddly on the side the eyes too looked larger than usual and when the great mouth opened she had a glimpse of some very large teeth which she did not know her grandmother possessed oh grandmother she said what big ears you have the better to hear you my child oh grandmother what big eyes you have the better to see you my child oh grandmother what a big nose you have the better to smell your sweet flowers my child oh grandmother what long teeth you have the better to eat that fine loaf in your basket my child and with that the wolf threw back the covers thinking what a fine joke he had played little red riding hood was so surprised that she screamed loudly a woodcutter who was busy in the woods a short distance away heard the scream and ran rapidly to the cottage when he saw the big gray wolf standing at one side of the room and little red riding hood at the other side he raised his axe to kill the wolf little red riding hood what happened then oh no no do not kill the wolf shouted little red riding hood as the woodcutter had his axe raised to strike a blow let him live you cannot give him life so what right have you to take it from him you are right my little maid said the woodcutter but i will not release him until he makes me a promise then turning to the wolf he said promise me that you will leave these parts and never again be seen here i will gladly promise said the wolf then turning to little red riding hood he said 
Thank you, my dear little girl. I am sure you will never regret this. Here are your grandmother's glasses and cap. She may need them again. And with that, he was off and away as fast as his four legs could carry him. Did you hear what the wolf said about grandmother's things? asked Little Red Riding Hood. Perhaps he did not eat her after all. I can scarcely believe he would be so cruel. So the woodcutter and Little Red Riding Hood began to search for the grandmother. And what do you think? Why, they found her in the large cupboard where she had hidden from the wolf. She had fainted, it is true, but the woodcutter brought fresh water, and when her little granddaughter bathed her face, she revived and was as well as ever. But don't you think for a moment that the wolf never came to those parts again? It is true he waited a year and a day, but at the end of that time he came back. He was not a wolf, however, when he made his next visit. But there, I am telling you all the secret at once, so let me begin at the right point. Just a year and a day from the time all this happened, Little Red Riding Hood was walking gaily through the woods with a basket of good things for her grandmother. There were delicious jelly roll and whipped cream with large red cherries. There was also some fresh baked custard. She wore a new red coat and hood, for her grandmother had decided that the old ones had grown too shabby, so she had made new ones exactly like them for her little granddaughter. That morning Red Riding Hood's little sister, Happy Heart, accompanied her for the first time. As they walked over the leaf-covered ground they chatted merrily, for these two sisters loved each other dearly. Happy Heart, as was her usual custom, laughed and shouted on her way, but soon her little feet began to lag and she was forced to confess that she was weary. I'm tired, Red Riding Hood, she lisped. Please let me sit down on this little bank and rest. All right, consented her sister. You sit on this mossy cushion, and I will go out a little way into the woods and gather some autumn leaves for Grandmother. So singing merrily, Little Red Riding Hood tripped off to gather the bright-colored leaves. When she had secured a large bunch of the flaming colors, she hastened back to the place where she had left her sister. Come on, Happy Heart, she shouted. But the mossy cushion was empty, and Happy Heart was nowhere to be seen. In vain did Little Red Riding Hood shout, and in vain did she search, but no merry voice answered her call. Oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? She sobbed. What shall you do? Questioned a voice close by. Looking up, she saw an old man hobbling towards her, leaning on a cane. You are too kind a little girl to be in all this trouble, said the old man. Can I help you? Then Little Red Riding Hood told him how she and her sister were on their way to their grandmother's, and all about the mysterious way in which her sister had disappeared. What kind of child is your sister? asked the old man. She is a beautiful child with the happiest disposition you have ever known. We call her Happy Heart because she is never sad. I see, I see, said the old man. The elfmen have taken her. This is their bank, and beneath this mossy cushion on which she sat, the elfmen live. They love happy-hearted children and have taken her to help make their home bright and gay. 
Then the old man began searching around among the leaves, whipping them aside with his cane. By and by he stopped and picked up something. Is this the hood your sister wore? He asked, holding up a blue hood edged with white fur. Yes, yes, cried Little Red Riding Hood. You cannot wear such hoods as this in Elfland, said the old man. The fairies fit you with a wonderful cap, and when you wear one of these fairy caps, you are entitled to three wishes. When the third wish is made, the cap disappears. Then, said Little Red Riding Hood, Happy Heart will wish herself out of fairyland and back home, I am quite sure. The old man shook his head very slowly as he said, If Happy Heart knew the value of the cap she is now wearing in Elfland, she would doubtless make such a wish. But I dare say the fairies have not acquainted her with this fact. Can't she ever get out? questioned Little Red Riding Hood. There is only one way, replied the old man. If you will wait here until midnight, the mossy cushion will be lifted, and the elfmen will come out to dance. Secure from them a magic cap and a pair of glass slippers which they all wear. Watch your chance and get on the glass ladder which they suspend from the earth world to elfland, and all will be well. Then the old man disappeared, and Little Red Riding Hood crept to some nearby bushes and waited until night should come. By and by the sun went down, and the woods began to grow dark. One by one the stars came out, and the big round moon showed itself above the horizon. The great clock in the town struck eleven, then half past, but Little Red Riding Hood waited, her little red cloak drawn tight about her, for the night air was cold. Just as the clock struck twelve, the mossy cushion was set one side by six tiny elfmen, and out from the bank came a great crowd of little people. Their feet were shod in tiny glass slippers which made clear tinkling music as they danced. On their heads were queer three-cornered caps which looked as fine as a spider's web. Little Red Riding Hood watched them, charmed with their fairy movements, for they could bend double and turn somersaults in a most artful manner. On and on they danced until the moon began to pale, and Little Red Riding Hood had not seen a chance to secure the slippers or the cap. Then, suddenly, at a sign from their leader, all the elfmen tossed their caps into the air and caught them three times. One little elfman, who was a trifle dizzy from too much dancing, lost his balance and tumbled over right at Little Red Riding Hood's feet, just as he was sending his cap up for the third and last time. Quickly she caught the descending cap, and putting it on her head wished for a pair of glass slippers, and lo, there they were right in her hand. The poor little elfman who had lost his power of sight with his cap was being carried down the glass ladder by his companions. Then the six little elfmen shouldered the mossy cushion, and Little Red Riding Hood, remembering just in time that her work was not done yet, rushed to the opening and descended the glass ladder. After a long climb she found herself in Elfland with many beautiful glistening lights about her. Such a wonderful place she had never before seen, and there on a golden cushion sat Happy Heart with a sad, faraway look on her face. She seemed to realize that she had been carried away from those she loved best, and this had dampered her usual bright spirits. 
as little red riding hood wore both the cap and the slippers of the elfmen she appeared to them as one of their number so they gave her no special thought when she was near enough to little happy heart to do so she whispered in her ear never fear little sister we shall get out very quickly then taking her sister's hand in hers she wished the two back in the earth world and in a moment they were both seated on the mossy bank out in the bright morning sunshine and before them stood the little old man all has worked out well i see he said then catching sight of the glass slippers he laughed a merry laugh will you be so kind as to give me those slippers for the help i have given you he asked i will be only too glad to do it said little red riding hood the old man took the slippers and ground them to powder beneath his heel then he said take this dust and sprinkle it over me little red riding hood did as she was told and as the glass dust fell over the old man's shoulders he disappeared and in his place stood a strong handsome youth thank you little red riding hood he said do you remember the wolf whose life you saved a year and a day ago i am he and because of your great kindness in saving my life i have been waiting to do this kindness for you then he told her how he was at one time a very wealthy prince but the elfman had changed him into a wolf and only a kind act performed by a little child could make him a human being again when he was a wolf he did not always do the kind thing therefore he was changed into a crippled old man instead of into his original form the glass slippers however had made him all he desired he accompanied little red riding hood and happy heart to their grandmother's house and vowed never to marry until this child who had saved his life had grown to womanhood when little red riding hood was eighteen years old they were married and lived happily ever after they count as one of their dearest possessions a little red and gold cap which they will not wear until they are ready to make their third and last wish. End of Little Red Riding Hood